0: All right, podcast recording. Be with you in a minute. Video recording. Here we go. It's all a fugazi.
1: You know what a fugazi is? Well, fugazi, it's a uh, fake. Yeah, fugazi, fugazi, it's a wazi, it's a woozy, it's a f- fairy dust. It doesn't exist. It's never landed. It is no matter. It's not on the elemental chart. It, it's not fucking real. Right. All mm-hmm. right. Right. Stay with me. hmm We don't create shit. We don't build anything. No. So if you've got a client who bought stock at eight and it now sits at 16 and he's all fucking happy, he wants to cash in, liquidate, take his fucking money and run home, you don't let him do that. Okay. Because that would make it real. Right. Now, what do you do? You get another brilliant idea. A special idea. Another situation. Another stock to reinvest his earnings and then some. And he will every single time, because they're fucking addicted. Mm -hmm. And then you just keep doing this again and again and again. Meanwhile, he thinks he's getting shit rich, which he is, on paper. Mm -hmm. But you and me, the brokers, we're taking home cold hard cash via commission, motherfucker. Right. (laughs) That's incredible, sir. I can't tell you how excited I am. You should be. There's two keys to success in the broker business. First of all, you got to stay relaxed.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, that's enough of that. Uh, If you could hear that, uh, because it wasn't as loud as I wanted it to be, that was uh, the Matthew McConaughey and uh, whoever that little guy is, uh, scene from The Wolf of Wall Street And McConaughey is, of course, explaining to um, Leonardo DiCaprio's character that he's explaining to Leonardo DiCaprio's character that. What they make, the money they make you off of your stock portfolio, isn't real. It's all on paper, they say. So, you can be essentially imaginary rich on paper and not have a whole hell of a lot of money in the bank. Okay? You following me so far? So, the Biden administration, it, who knows who's really running things, because Bi- Biden's not coming up with this shit. Uh, perhaps it's Obama behind the scenes. You know, there's that infamous uh, interview of, of uh, former President Obama saying, that, yeah, he would do a third term if he could have somebody as the front man, and he was just the puppeteer behind the strings, basically. And so, I don't know who, who the frick knows. That's that's the biggest fugazi of them all. Is who's running this this country right now? Because <laughs> it ain't the tired old man y'all elected king. That's for dang sure. But he's they've come up with this new billionaire minimum income tax. Uh, this is from. Do, 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 do. Americans for Tax Reform, uh, which is obviously a, a conservative group. Um, it The website is ATR.org. So, dot ATR.org. And the article I'm reading from it is 10 reasons to be concerned with Biden's 20% tax on unrealized gains, unrealized gains. Your imagination, your hopes, your dreams, the money you invested maybe for your retirement, the, the money you put in the stock market to just sit there till you retire. Let's read here, because it's going to come down to a whole lot of bullshit. I don't know why I just whispered, Biden moment. I apologize. So it starts out here. Biden's fiscal year 2023 budget includes a new tax on unrealized gains. This tax, called a billionaire minimum income tax now pay attention would impose an annual twenty percent tax on taxpayers with income and assets so assets that's your car, that's your house that's your stocks, that's your bonds that's your uh, rainy day fund If you got half a brain which I don't because I don't have a rainy day fund uh... anyways 20% Twenty percent tax on income and assets that exceed one hundred million dollars. That is a three hundred and sixty billion dollar tax increase for the the nation, I they I assume, not one person. Three hundred and sixty billion dollar tax increase. All right. It will require. Uh, pardon me. It would create a mark-to-market regime that would force Americans to pay taxes every year on the paper gain. Remember our little friend Matthew McConaughey, his character in Wolf of Wall Street. You're get. They're getting shit rich on paper. On paper, this is imaginary money that is not. It's not in a bank vault. It doesn't exist yet. It's only in your imagination because it's in on paper. Okay? A mark to market regime that would force Americans to pay taxes every year on the paper gain in the value of assets, i.e. stocks, collectibles. My Michael Jordan rookie baseball or basketball card that's been sitting in a storage box you know they if that goes up in value and somehow I have millions of dollars in assets uh, they could tax me on that okay? If I become worth $100 million, which probably ain't going to happen unless I bought the winning lottery ticket tonight. So anyways, let's read this. Stocks, collectibles, real estate. Okay? So they're going to take into account your your income on your paycheck, the value of your home, if you have... uh, let's say nice cars that are collector's items or any collector's items collectibles okay real estate the property you own maybe you bought an investment property and you're watching you know they're not making any more property they're not making any more land anytime soon God made the earth and that was it this is all the land we got so a lot of people will buy a chunk of land and wait till the price of uh, real estate or property goes up. And then sell the property to a developer or something like that. And these are, a lot of the people that do this are just hard working Americans. Uh, there were people that had property uh, in my area. There was just trees and open fields. They didn't use it. It was just in their family for generations uh, and when the the fracking companies came along and started buying or leasing land they leased it to the fracking companies now it was it was worth hard currency okay but when the value of that currency that land okay the fracking companies were paying like six grand an acre at one point the government uh, if this tax passed and your 100 acres or whatever you have is now worth $6,000 an acre, when before it was worth <clears throat> virtually nothing. If that <clears throat> six grand an acre puts you over <coughs> the $100 million in assets threshold the government can tax you on that now well where do these people that just have land that they've inherited from generation to generation in their family get that money what do they do with that mo- that land they don't have the money in the bank and w- what if no- nobody's buying the the property but it's still considered to be worth 6000 dollars an acre or Whatever. Now the, the people have a dilemma. Do they, they eventually would probably forfeit the land to the government. Or they would sell it to some company like BlackRock that's been buying up homes left and right. At ridiculously high prices. Uh, just to turn them into rentals. Weird. But outside this is what that that tax can do all right they're taxing stuff that isn't real and let's back the truck up a little bit they call this the billionaires tax but you need they tax you on 100 million dollars worth of Assets, income, real estate, collectibles. Okay, so they're not just looking at people's income. Now you're probably thinking, well, a hundred million dollars—that'll never affect me. But they—they're lying to you, calling it the billionaire tax. They're not taxing billionaires. They're taxing people that have a $100 million in assets. Okay, you're still thinking, that doesn't affect me, Big John. Who cares? Maybe I can have more roads. Maybe my kid can have a new school. Hey, maybe we can all have free health care. Nothing's free. Because when they've taxed these people to the point that they can't tax any more out of them, or these people that are at the top of the the financial food chain will find ways to get around this they'll move assets and money to foreign bank accounts uh, which will hurt our economy overall Uh, once they run out of the the hundred millionaires money okay they're going to drop that tax they're going to say oh wait a second uh now they're trying to divide us on class on via money via money income okay class warfare is what this is and they're trying to divide us so they're going to sit here and say to you hey look at that billionaire he's got all these cool toys he's got a big house you should you should have some nice things too and the government's going to give you nice stuff by taking away from that billionaire Again, they're not really taxing billionaires. They're taxing people that are nine hundred million dollars away from being a billionaire. But that's different. Okay? When they run out of that money, they're gonna drop that threshold to let's say people are making five hundred wait a minute, fifty million dollars in assets. Assets. House, cars, your pay their paycheck. Collectibles, okay. Well, eventually, they're gonna say, well, You know what? We've run out of all uh, the billionaires' taxes, we need more money. The government never runs out of, of the need for money, <laughs> okay. They never tighten their belt, their uh, belt buckle, belt loops, they never tighten their wallet. They always tell us to tighten our wallets, right? They're gonna go after. Everybody's assets and what uh, what did they call it? Uh, paper gains. They're going to go after everyone's paper gains or uh, assets uh, or unrealized gains. That's what that's a, a tricky word they're using. So I was the other day talking to a truck driver truck drivers are making a killing right now dude's not anywhere near a hundred million dollars but he just bought two cars at a low price and he bought them as an investment to watch the price go up and then resell them and they're nice collectors cars when that value goes up if he still owns those cars and doesn't sell them right away. At some point I guarantee you. The government is going to come back and say. Well you know you have unrealized gains. In the value of these cars you bought 5-10 years ago. And now you owe us money. On the new value of the collector's cars you just bought. There's a guy that's worked his whole life. He's new to truck driving, but he's making a killing in truck driving. He showed me his pay stub. Five grand in a week. Maybe it was three. But he didn't work seven days. In fact, he didn't even work five days that week. And he made between... Excuse me... (laughs) <laughs> he made between three and five grand. Imagine what an idiot like me that has no wife, no kids, no reason to come home, but the desire to have money in the bank. Imagine I'm seriously considering getting into truck driving after seeing how much this guy made. Okay? If I worked five days a week driving truck... I can make a killing right now. And then let's say I invest that money, I fix my house up, I make it worth more. I had to put a, I'd have to put a lot of money into this, to my house to increase the value. But now the Democrats are gonna say, you spent money to increase the value of your home, which I'm never gonna sell, I'm gonna die in this house. But you increase the value of your home, now you owe us money. But I put my money into this house to make it worth more. Which in right now is already going to make my property tax worth more. The key is, the first paragraph of this sentence, this article, they are calling it the billionaire tax. But they're, pay, they're taxing people that are worth a lot less than a billion dollars. So if they lied to us about that, don't sit here and kid yourself and think they're not gonna lie and come after the rest of us eventually with this uh, unseen gains tax or this value tax, uh, tax on our assets. If you're, I have friends that are on these uh, stock market apps and they're making little money, little money. They made a lot of money with that GameStop thing. But a lot of their money was just in the app. It was just on paper. They didn't have that money physically. But under this plan, which believe me, they're going to come after all of us eventually. They don't stop, guys. They never stop. The government never stops taxing and finding new ways to tax finding new ways to come after you, come after your money, come after your values, come after your thoughts, your speech. Look at what's going on in the world today, where Jen Psaki, the press secretary for the president, wanted the tech giants to censor more speech on their platforms. Look at the controversy about the Florida Don't Say Gay Bill, which that's not mentioned in the bill. The Parental Rights Bill. The Parents' Right to Know Bill. It's law now. People got all wound up about that. Why? Because they want to teach your kids how to think, which means they want to teach us how to think. They, There are actually you know, liberals out there that will say to kids, go go home and tell your parents they're wrong. That their way of thinking is wrong, that they have to adjust to the new times and the new uh, pronouns. And they're gonna come after every facet of our life. That's how this new Democrat Party works. This new super left-wing Social Democrat Socialist Democrat Party works or Democrat Socialist Party Whatever That's how they think that well Joe Biden don't think anything. Let's not Okay. But whoever's controlling the puppet strings, whoever's controlling the marionette from behind the scenes, that's what that's how they think. Think I'm lying, think I'm kidding? You can go back to the 1960s and people like uh, whoever Barry Satoro's mentor was, uh, the Saul Alinsky's and those people encouraged liberals to get into education and start teaching the children the socialist, communist, liberal way. I dare you to set foot on a college campus and find me a conservative professor today. They're few and far between. There are some universities that that's all they have, very upscale private universities. But I'm not talking about the Ivy League, they're even ultra left-wing now But they took a slow methodical pace That's what this tax is going to do. They're gonna start lying already saying it's just for billionaires And it's really for people with a hundred million dollars in assets and cash and assets and assets and cash I know I said it twice Then they're going to lower the bar. And then they're going to lower the bar again. And then everybody who makes any investment is going to get taxed 20% on these unseen gains. Okay, Paper gains, value of their assets, whatever you want to call it. It's not money that you have. You're gonna to have to sell off your asset, stock, car, land, house, pay taxes on the money that you make from the sale, and then pay their 20% tax with that money that's left over. So they're double, triple, quintuple taxing people. And they're not gonna stop at the billionaire class or the multimillionaires. They're coming for all of us. Do not kid yourself. God bless y'all. Thank y'all for listening to my my rap for 25 minutes or so here. Y'all take care. Love you. Pray for each other. God bless you.
1: You're making money in a situation like this is to position yourself now before the settlement. Because by the time you read about it in the Wall Street Journal, it's already too late. And you wait. You wait, and whoever speaks first, loses. Sorry, uh, I I appreciate the call. I really have to give this some thought and uh, talk to my wife about it. Um, Can I call you back? They don't know, right? They gotta think about it. They gotta talk to their fucking wives or the fucking tooth fairy. point is, it doesn't matter what the fuck they say. The only real objection that they have is that they don't trust you guys. Why should they trust you? I mean, look at you. You're a bunch of fucking sleazy salesmen, right? (laughs) So... What do you say? You mean to tell me that if I put you in at Union Carbide at a 7 and took you out at 32. Texas Instruments at 11 and took you out at 47. U.S. Steel at 16 took you out at 41. You wouldn't be saying to me right now, Chester, pick me up a few thousand shares of Disney. on the spot right now. Come on. I mean, honestly, Kevin, honestly. <laughs> seriously? <laughs> I, I don't know you. You, you cold-called me. You're a total stranger. I have in complete agreement with you. You don't know me. You I don't just know, know you. i to introduce myself to you. My name is Alden Kupferberg. Robbie Feinberg. Chester I'm. May. I'm senior vice president in Stratton Oakmont. And I plan on being one of the top brokers of my firm next year. And I'm not going to get there by being long Stan. I do want to say that. You sound like a... <laughs> You sound like a pretty sincere guy. <laughs> it's not going to make you rich, and it's not going to make you poor. But what this trade will do is serve as a benchmark for future business, Kevin. Do you feel comfortable with me now, Scott? And then you'll know for sure that you finally found a broker on Wall Street that you can trust and who can consistently make you money. Sound fair enough? You know, yeah. You're, I gotta say, I'm pretty impressed. What do you... I don't know, what do you, you think? Kevin, you give me one shot here on a blue-chip stock like Kodak. And believe me, Kevin, the only problem <laughs> you're going to have is that you didn't buy more. Sound fair enough? Yeah. Shit, <laughs> uh, my, my wife might divorce me, but yeah, let's do it. Oh my God.